Work is no longer just about productivity and metrics. It's about people. And when we focus on positivity, communication, belonging, and development, the numbers take care of themselves. This is Work Human Radio, where we talk to authors, researchers, and business leaders about the latest trends making work more human around the world. Here's your host, Mike Wood. All right. Welcome back to another Work Human Radio. I am your host, Mike Wood. And as you heard, we are already laughing because I'm with one of my favorite people today, Jill Crawford. She's our latest humans of Work Human. Hi, Jill Crawford. Hey, Mike. We've been trying to book you on the show for a very long time. And you've been dodging me, but you only sit a couple rows away from me. So I was able to track you down. I've been putting my face down when I walk by so you don't have to be like, oh, hey, Jill. And I'm like, hey, hey, and you're just like, eh. no, I'm very excited. This is going to be a lot of fun. It is so because I'm really you have glad. a very interesting life. Oh, you think uh, so? Well, outside of work, not in work. <laughs> in work, it's not exciting at all. In meeting Palooza, yeah, yeah, it so, is a little um, exciting outside of. So, Jill, what do you do here? So what do I do here? I am a demand generation professional. So I'm the senior director of demand gen. So what that means is I kind of focus on three different areas. Right now, customer marketing. So making sure our customers, we have good relationships with those folks and we give them lots of thought leadership bits. And then prospect. So trying to get folks who don't know about WorkHuman to know about WorkHuman and hopefully become one of our amazing customers. And then WorkHuman Live audience acquisition. So trying to explain what that lovely event is in May, which is in San Antonio for those who are listening. The 11th through 14th. 11th through 14th. <laughs> shameless plug. But we have that event and then pulling together a bunch of different programs through all sorts of media channels to get wow. people to understand you know, hey, get yourself some more human live. <laughs> wow. So you are just, you have your finger on the pulse of our marketing organization. <laughs> I guess you could say that. So how did you find out about Work Human? You've been here oh, probably funny. two years. I believe you started when we had our annual kickoff in I January did. is when I kind of first met Ignite. you. And I oh my gosh. laughing. Was yeah. that the funniest time or what? It was. <laughs> so like, if I, When I have a service timeline, if that could please show up on my service timeline, I'd be the happiest person ever. That so two years, right? Almost a year and wow. seven months, eight months. Yeah, because it's yeah August. Wow! So you just do it in like months, like you're yeah, sixteen. I know it's old, like all right, I'm eighteen weeks old at work. Human, <laughs> yeah, no. So how would you how did you find out about us? Where? So it's funny story. I don't. I feel like I probably shouldn't even record this, but we will. So I've always. Throughout my career, I'm always on LinkedIn and I'm just like, what are different opportunities or what are some things that look interesting? Smart. And, you know, try to be. And I saw this particular job show up on my LinkedIn. And at the time it was director of demand gen or director of global programs, I think. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And work, it was global force. So I was like, oh, what do they do? And so I looked at the job rec and I was like, wow, I could do that. And I was like, I, you know, director seems like the next logical thing in my career. So I'll give it a go. And I used to do, and this is what's funny, and I don't do them now, by the way, because I love work human, but practice interviews where, because you never know. So I would have a, <laughs> I would get in and I would be like, you know, just to see and brush up on your skills and make sure and meet new people because you never know who you're going to network with. And I saw it was in Framingham, which is kind of a hall from my house, but I'm like, I'll give it a shot. And I came in and I loved the people here. And I actually knew one of my previous colleagues from my other role was here, Lynn Levy. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. So I reached out to Lynn and I was like, hey, what do you think? And she had nothing but amazing things to say. And when I came in and met all the people and I only interviewed, I mean, I make it sound like only four people made the decision. So, you know, who knows how that's going to end up. But (laughs) well, we had a couple people turn down the job. Right. Well, there you go. Right. Yeah. So. After I met everyone, it was awesome. And then I met even more people like yourself, Mike. Oh, And I just fell in love with everybody. And I actually got hired at the same time as one of my colleagues. And she's just the best who's on maternity leave. Yeah, we miss Miss Laura. We miss her. But yeah, so that it was just, it was like a fit. And now what I... What I really like about you is that, like me... When there is some tension in the room or <laughs> crack if a you're joke. a little nervous, you crack a joke. <laughs> and it has not been the best for my career overall. <laughs> well, probably my not time. for mine either. <laughs> um, and, but it, it helps to see someone else who has that affliction like <laughs> just has to say Sometimes, something. Well, I mean, if you can't laugh, you're going to cry, right? So, yeah, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. Yeah, and I feel like you just need humor and you need to be like a normal, you know what, work human. Bring your whole self to work, right? So... Here I am. Be a normal person. And, and I will say about like bringing your whole self to work and taking care of the people here. My father-in-law has been in the ICU for about know, almost so two sad. weeks. He's had MS very bad for many, many years. And it's looking like it's the end. Now, I've never kind of been through something like this. So I have reached out to my manager and I said, look, here's the situation. What do I need to do? PTO, whatever. And she was just like, you know, take care. Take care of what you need to do. Right. And I know. Um, she sent me the official company policy, which is basically just take care of yourself and whatnot. Right. And so I'm actually like, I'm excited to get back into work and to get out of the hospital and, and I know that stuff. But sorry to go down that road, but no, I do like I know. that you can well, bring your whole self here. Totally. And I remember when I first started, and not to be like Debbie Downer, we're probably taking this <laughs> into like a bad place now. But when I first got hired, I actually, one of my dogs, we uh, will get into that, Mr. Farva Fuggles, um, <laughs> he, ended up he was having an issue with his knee and it was like the week of my onboarding in the second week and of course when you start a new job you're like seriously right now fugs like this is where you're going to have a problem and my manager was awesome about it she's like do what you need to do like if you got to take him to the vet and he actually ended up having to have knee surgery a couple of weeks later but he's cool fugs is running around but and even we lost one of our dogs too so you had you had everyone was amazing i had five and we sadly lost. And what Bristol. were the what were the what are they called? What Brist- kind of dogs? They're French bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, Frenchies. And what are their names? So Bristol was our Bristol and Carly were the first. And Bristol we lost actually a couple months after Fugsy had his knee surgery. But we lost Bristol, who was lovely. And then we have Carly, who's Bristol's sister. And then we have Ralph. And we have Wilbur. <laughs> And Mr. Farva Fuggles. <laughs> so right now we have four. Well, I remember talking to you at one point when when you had all five of them, <laughs> and they all had these like ailments. That, like, I know you, you were, were like someone taking their mother to dialysis once a so week. So <laughs> what's so funny? There's a comedian, and I forget his name, and I probably should cite him because he's hysterical. He hosted a Saturday Night Live not that long ago, but he says he has a Frenchie. Oh, John Mulaney. Yeah, Mulaney. And he's like, honestly, yeah. having a Frenchie is like having a toddler that's in your grandmother's body. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much a thing because they have eye ulcers and, you know, Bristol had a wheelchair and they're just constantly like, it's just crazy, but we love them and they're all little clowns. And well, tell us about, you threw a birthday party for them. Well, you do it every year, I'm sure. We, but we used you to did be, one see, that was you're, really you're calling me out. So you don't yeah. have any kids of your own, but you do no, have these, they are these like, dogs. They yeah. are like children. And if I had a child, it would probably be sad for that child because I'd be like, hey, 
move aside. It's Fugsy's birthday. Yeah. So Fugsy turned four and he hadn't had a birthday party. We adopted him. And so oh, okay. he came from a little bit of an unfortunate situation. So we always joke the rest of our Frenchies are just spoiled little brats. And Fugsy like actually appreciates all the toys he has. And mm. so he had a birthday party and it was Avengers themed. So I went on Etsy and you can design apparently your own invitations and whoever got this order must have been like, who's turning for? Oh, that crazy lady what? in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Again. Yeah. That lady, the cuckoo one. And so we had a party and we invited, they don't really have a lot of dog friends. <laughs> we used to invite dog friends, but so we had the party. I made little cupcakes for them that were frosted with sweet potato and put a candle in it. We sang to him. I have a video of the singing and he sat there like hey it's my birthday oh maybe, maybe we will include that if we use this in we a, opened up presents and then the next day he thought it was cool to eat off of a plate because he ate off a avengers hulk plate for his cake and then he <laughs> took my husband's pancake off his plate the next morning being like oh that's cool <laughs> you, got, you got some rebels in your house. i know and now all of a sudden i'm like well that's a problem we probably well, should do that it's too bad we can't have dogs in the office i wish that we could do that i wouldn't bring all four i promise so i have a dog i have molly I and love molly, molly is 10 and she is half shih tzu half maltese she looks like a puppy and she gets terrorized by my toddler on a daily basis. <laughs> but my toddler's been having a tough time being alone in her room. And she doesn't want to sleep in her bed because it makes her sad. Aww. So she chose my bed. And my wife's in there and she's pregnant. So guess where I sleep? I sleep on an air mattress in my daughter's room, <laughs> in a little girl's room. Oh, you don't but sleep Mo like on her bed? Does she have like a no, car no, bed? I, I, you know, like those little tykes car beds? Those I'm afraid awesome. I will break her bed. <laughs> And that would just make me feel bad I about my... I feel like my, that when I'm on the air mattress. My body. <laughs> <laughs> so the air mattress in her room, but Molly gets so excited. She's so excited that she can like... <laughs> it's the only good thing about being, you know, right. almost 40 and sleeping in a little yeah. girl's room. We had a movie night for the dogs the other night because it's been so hot. So, and it's hard for Frenchies. If you know Frenchies, they have like completely squished in faces and it's, our house is like 90 degrees because we don't have central AC because we're crazy. And our bedroom's nice and cool because of the window unit. And we brought them all in and we watched Wally. I don't know if anyone's familiar with Wally. Why didn't you watch a dog movie like well, Lady and the like Tramp? Well, I mean, Carly okay. likes the water horse, but we let Fugs pick the movie. Don't or Homeward, judge. Homeward Bound. I can't watch that. That's like but way too much. I can't watch any like... Free Willy makes me cry. I cried on like Godzilla. Yeah, but they, they made it home. No one no, died. But it's like they don't almost look like they're not making it home and it's all <laughs> bad. And so so we watched Wally and it was fun. And they were all on the bed and they all had a little bone to chew on and they were watching the movie. We had popcorn. So we think we're going to make it a weekly thing where they can all pick a movie. Oh, and, nice. I don't know. I think Carly wants to watch Like uh, just line them up and whichever yeah, one they go yeah. to. Wilbur really likes cars. Apparently, we're a Pixar family. Oh, okay. So. Well, well, Disney does a good job. Yeah, I, I think. When, now that I'm thinking about Homeward Bound, if that was real life... Don't take us down a dark path. No, but if it was real life, I'm pretty sure <laughs> that they wouldn't be able to talk. And I'm pretty sure that they would make it like probably past the tree line in their backyard and then get eaten. <laughs> All my dogs something. have, yeah, I think all my dogs can probably talk, to be fair. <laughs> they're all having a conversation They're all right talking, now. yeah. Maybe they're listening to Work Human Radio. Maybe, I know. <laughs> I should probably put it on for them. They have a little radio they listen to when we're away. So if you think that the Frenchie Five, and the Frenchie Five are up on Instagram, even though you don't really I know, much, we need but... to be better about this. Do you want to help with that? Anyone? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Job well, rack? Well, now, you don't want Job interview? You don't want to be in it. Instagram influencer with uh, dogs, and now you're going to be I like well, the, grump, jobs, the grumpy cat lady bringing the dogs uh, everywhere. Grumpy cat, R.I.P. Yeah, I know. Probably stress. 
No. I don't, old age. I don't think he was that old. Oh, a skydiving accident? What yeah, see, seven. Oh, okay, he yeah, was seven. He was, so, um, you know, young. But that's not all you do. You are very in. <laughs> but the, that, you, wait, but there's wait, more. There's more, yes. <laughs> Sounds like an infomercial. Well, because you're like double income, no kids, you get to have some hobbies. And there one of those hobbies. hobbies is... Beer. <laughs> you made the work human beer this year. I did, yeah. It was very good. You put... Oh, I tried it, to be fair. Lactose yeah, in it. Yeah, it was like... We called it a pale ale. It really was like a New England but IPA. But it, it was creamy. It's all the rage. Yeah, a little lactose will do that to you. Yeah. So yep. tell us about your beer and oh, yeah. the, the clubs that you have, the I old know. man of the mountain. Oh, yep. I know. Because New Hampshire, live free or die. Yeah. <laughs> so... So we're in Brew Free or Die, which is New Hampshire's oldest homebrew club. Mm. Did you know that? I do now. Trivia. Yeah, we have a website, bfd.org. Yeah, and I'm the president of BFD. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and it's fun. We brew a lot of beer. We have a lot of field trips. We host a competition in the fall called New England Regional Homebrew Competition. So and you 450 bring 450 entries. You made your own old man of the mountain. Yes, we did for a homebrew con this year, which was in Providence. We constructed, my husband and I, mostly Dave, made the old man on the mountain, which was existing in the club, and we kind of inherited him like everything else. And he, he used to have a mechanical arm that kind of like pulled up. And if anyone's familiar with the old man on the mountain, he's that dude that was on the mountain and he actually fell off, which is very, we which still was are quite f- upset about that <clears throat> as All right. New Hampshire so folk. us Massachusetts folk think it's, well, me particularly, I find it Don't hilarious. Don't It's not funny. No, it's the very old sad. man It's the like mountain, Grumpy Cat, R. The R. old man of the mountain was like the image of New Hampshire. It is. Um, That's why it's sad they, they saw it. It supposedly looked like Thomas Jefferson or whatever. Like, it looked like an old man in the mountain. He looks like someone that had a mohawk, or not a mohawk. What's that when you have a flat haircut? Like a flat Like a f- flat top? top? He kind of looked like he, Pat Patriot. Too. Yeah, he looks like the Patriot guy. Actually, so, yeah, yeah. To be fair, they probably ripped that so, off. Like this is probably like eight years ago or something. Like it fell off. Like it was. It was done. a while ago. Now I think it fell off, and there were people on the side of the road just like Crying. openly weeping yeah. and being like, "No, no." Well, because they've been propping him up for a few years. Like he needed facelift after <laughs> facelift, and then he just fell right <laughs> off the mountain. And but anyway, we created an arm. So he's for back. Him. He's so little... he's back, and he lives in our garage. <laughs> And he shows up at homebrew festivals and homebrew con and sometimes at local watering holes and his arm moves up. So it looks like he's enjoying a beverage as he should. And you can replace the can, which is a lovely feature. You can put a different homebrew or can for your favorite brewery in his hand. If you now, so you, desire. you have done some award winning beers. Can I you have, I have let, done let the few. audience know? Oh, yes. So uh, she brew which is what I call, and it was like a Hebrew. Like, I'll give it a go. Is that I a never... take on Hebrew or? No. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, anytime. <laughs> so there's a competition in California, and it's put on, it's called Shebrew, and it's only for amateur female brewers. Gender equality. Sure, you know, down with that. And so I had never really brewed my own beer before, and I was like, I'll give it a go. This could be fun. And I was trying to encourage other people in the club to do it, and I ended up brewing a half, a hefty Weizen, just because I'm, I like those wheat beer, German. It's a good time, and I brewed it, and I was like, this is not good, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so disappointed. But I brewed it all by myself, and I put the recipe together, and I put some like little secret sauce in there, honey malt. Beard. Someone else's beer. Right. I know. I just I poured like a proper German heffy into like an unmarked bottle and I capped it and I said, hey, she brew, brewed by Jill Crawford. It's and amazing. so it really was, it was legit. And so we sent it in and it won the category 
and I was shocked. So I'm on she brew number 11 now. Wow. So I've brewed it 11 different times and I'm still refining it. It's a heffy, has banana and clove character. It's going to get deep now, <laughs> but you should have a good balance of that. And mine is a little too bubblegum banana. So I need to ferment it at a higher temperature to get more clove. So we're this working on that now. So <laughs> it's fun. And I mean, it's just always different. I and mean, we have so many people in the club that are just really nice people. So they become our friends and it's just a really good time. Well, you have a bunch of people here in the office that are kind of interested in it. I don't have any space anymore or time. Well, we should do like a little brew thing. But outside. we did a work human brew. We, we did, did. And we'll have to do it again. I think we'll have to make it an annual thing. Yeah. So after our conference, when we get to relax for a couple months, usually... <laughs> Like a, a minute. A minute, a minute. So I'm going to wrap it up. Wrap it up? <laughs> but I always love talking to you. And I love I kind of bringing... I am so glad that I did this. I'm really mad at myself now that I waited so long. This I told really you it was fun. easy. I We're know. just going to go sit in a room and well, talk. I didn't know what you wanted to Did your stranger about. danger kind of no, come up? No, it wasn't like, stranger danger. Okay. It's like, who's that guy? <laughs> stranger danger. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank um, you for having me, Mike. If you guys want to meet Jill Crawford, just find her on LinkedIn, probably. <laughs> I don't think you're on like anything else, no, but I'm on well, I'm well, not the like, proof for your not like 110. Like I'm <laughs> I have a Facebook account. I actually had a vendor find me on Facebook and like tag me about my dogs, which was unfortunate. He's like, Hey, how's Mr. Fuggles? I'm like, how would you know that? Hey, Apparently I need just to let you know that I, yeah, that I'm creeping on your dogs. Yeah, it was just it was weird. Like I cred for like getting me to open the email. But. If Facebook ever had the feature that LinkedIn has of like who viewed your profile, I'm done. Because yeah. I end up going like through everybody's oh, profile. Well, like, like Whatever happened to and... this person? Right. <laughs> I go and Ooh, like, they look terrible. Oh, I look at like old girlfriends. I'm like, ah, I made a good decision. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you feel better about yeah, exactly. yourself. I know. <laughs> Those long-term investments. <laughs> exactly. You're like, oh, wow. And then you see someone who looks really good. You're like, oh. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to like their photo because you're like, oh. No, when I first started using <laughs> Instagram, apparently a double click like oh. something instead of like makes it so I can actually see the photo. <laughs> Scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know Instagram is. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook. So all the things, right? Except for like, I have a Pinterest account. Does that count? <laughs> no. Do you want to tell everybody your Google Plus page? I know. My MySpace page. Yeah, I didn't have that at least. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Work Human Live is coming up next May. We hope you uh, visit the website, workhumanlive.com, and we'll be announcing some of the speakers soon and opening up registration. But hope you're as excited about it as we are. And another one of our Humans of Work Human will be coming next month. But uh, thank you all for listening. If you want to see business leaders, culture keepers, and industry experts come together to share the latest research and ideas for making work more human, you need to be at WorkHuman March 18th through the 21st in Nashville. Visit WorkHuman.com to see the full lineup of speakers and reserve your spot in the number one conference of 2019.